When you're needing some help or advice when it comes to growing your business, who do you ask? And are they really the right people? Or could they actually be making things worse? Let's dig into that together now. Welcome to the Get Out Your Way podcast. I'm your host, Osman Sharif from Rapid Transformation, and I'm here to help you get unstuck so you can rapidly grow your business. As a performance coach for small business owners, I know how vital it is for you to truly embrace entrepreneurship from the inside out, which includes transforming your mindset and using strategies that really work with your unique talents, skills, and entrepreneurial superpower. So are you ready to get out your way? Then let's get started. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode number 64. If you are hot off the press and listening to this when the podcast has went live at the beginning of August, I'll have just celebrated my birthday. Yep, I'm another year wiser, hopefully, and another year older. But hey, age is just a number after all. Well, today I'd love to really talk about and dig into the meaty topic and the often emotive topic about who are you asking for advice from? Who are you getting advice from? And who are you taking advice or help from? Because this could either help you in your business or it could actually be getting in your way. So of course, I want to make sure that you are doing more good for your business rather than harm. And this is a topic that really does frustrate me and it gets my back up because people do have often the best intentions, but really they're still holding you back with the advice or the help that they're giving you at times. And let's explore that together. So typically when I meet people and they find out what I do in terms of being a mindset and a performance coach for small business owners, If they have got their own business, well, very typically, the question pops up around a version of the, well, what advice would you have for me about growing my business? And my answer is normally, it really depends. And I get that look in their face, their response is, oh, that's not what they're expecting. And they have that sense of disappointment. But it really, truly does depend on so many factors. It could really depend on their personality and their entrepreneurial superpower. So you know I bang on about this on every single episode practically if you've listened to past ones. It depends on what your goals are for your business. It depends on your business model that you want to have. It depends on your values and what's motivating for you and what demotivates you. That will impact obviously your work ethic and your habits. So all these factors do have to come into play when it comes to giving people advice or often asking for advice as well. You need to think about, does that person know all of this? And are they going to be using that when coming up with their advice or the help or their suggestions as well? Typically, the answer to that is no. So let's dig into this a little bit deeper in terms of where I often see business owners getting in their own way, especially when asking for help or advice from others. The first one is asking friends or family for advice in relation to your business. Okay, have you done that before? Is this something that you commonly do? How did it help you or did it just frustrate you even more? Well, Seriously, if you think about it, take a step back. If you're asking family, friends for advice around branding, pricing, marketing, promotions, do they actually know enough about your business? Do they know enough about your target market? Are they actually your target market in the first place? 
Do they know what's going on in your industry that you operate in? Are they basically equipped to answer that question, to give you a educated response rather than just their opinion? Everybody has an opinion on things, that goes without saying, but not all opinions are the best opinions. They're not valid, especially when it comes to business and to help you really. So I'm not saying that they don't have the best intentions because they might want to help you, but really, let's say, for example, you're asking for advice from a friend and their whole experience, their whole background has been working in a very traditional corporate world. So they might be answering the question that you're asking them from an employee mindset perspective rather than you thinking about it from an entrepreneurial perspective, does that make sense? Or really thinking about it from that target market. And they'll often have their own assumptions or their own beliefs around things that can cloud the judgment or the advice that they're giving as well. So yes, like I say, their intention might be the best and even sometimes taking a step back and asking, what is their intention? The amount of coaching clients I've worked with over the years that They've had some challenges when it comes to their support from family members, parents, spouses, friends, and sometimes they're like, they're actually trying to hold me back. They're saying, don't do too much of that, don't do that. Well, what they're trying to do is not to stop them, but they're trying to protect them in some way. And I'll give you an example here. I remember after I had a small accident last year, I was off my feet for a while. And I remember my mum, who came around one day to make me some lunch, She was looking at me with like these sad eyes and she just said something along the lines of, I just wish you had a job. And I was like, what? Seriously, like you're saying to me, you think I should have a job? And then she went on to explain to say, well, if you had a job as man, you would just be completely off sick just now. You'd be getting paid. You wouldn't be worrying about things. The people in the job would be sorting things out. But whereas she can see me really just trying to do everything I can to get back to work, I still had my work hat on at times to fulfill contracts, to fulfill expectations and commitments I had as well. And that was frustrating her because she was seeing me working or trying to work when she just wanted me to rest. So do you understand what I mean by that? If I was to ask her business advice based upon her beliefs and her own assumptions, she thinks actually having a job is simpler, it's better, it's what my sister has, it's what my brother has, then she's not going to be the best person for me to get business advice from. Even though I love my mum, if you've met my mum, I'm sure you love her too, or if you do have the chance to meet her, you will quickly know that she is an amazing person and an amazing mum but it doesn't mean she's the best person to give business advice. Of course, there are a couple of exceptions. There might be people that are trusted in your network. It could be your spouse, it could be your wife, your husband, your partner, it could be your friends, your family, that you do get good advice from because they truly know about your business. They understand your goals. An example of that is my wife, Shireen. So she's often my sounding board when it comes to business. We're talking about things. But I'm very clear now, after many years of getting frustrated by asking questions and not liking what I was hearing back. So you need to ask really specific questions so that you are getting some input into that, but also making sure that they understand, well, how does that fit into your goals? How does that fit into your personality in that way? So yes, there may be some people that you can still ask for advice or help from, but just make sure that they have the background knowledge to give you the best advice. Does that make sense? Another big camp of where people go to to ask advice from is from fellow business owners. 
And that could seem great on the surface because those individuals, they're out there, they're growing their business, they understand the world of business a bit more, they're in the trenches. So you often see this in terms of asking for help on Facebook groups, LinkedIn, networking, etc. But again here, it goes back to what I said before, if you're asking people that don't really know you that well, i.e. effectively strangers, often it can be, for advice, then are they going to even care enough to give you well thought out advice or help? Or are they going to just give you their best thinking but not really put a lot of energy behind it? So that's the first thing. And that might mean that they're not digging into really understanding you, what the challenge is or what the situation is as well. And that links into, do they actually know enough about your business, where you are right now? What phase of your business are you? Because let's say, for example, if I was giving two people that had the exact same business, i.e. they're in the same business model, they're in the same market, but we've got one person that's just started, but we've got another person that's already at a certain kind of income level. Well, the advice I'd give them would be very different because you need to reflect upon where you are as well and also what their goals and aspirations are. So again, if you had someone that was, let's say, looking to grow their six-figure business, well, the way that they would do that would be very different if you were trying to give advice to someone who literally was struggling even to get any sales and they were just starting out. So one strategy for that person would not be the best strategy for another person to follow is what I'm saying. And you really need to understand and truly reflect upon that person's personality, their entrepreneurial superpower as well. And again, if you don't know what your superpower is and you're thinking, well, what do I mean by that? That's why every single time I work with anybody, whether that's on an unstuck coaching session or in my 90-day mastermind, the first thing that they do is the wealth dynamics profile test because it makes a huge difference for the advice I give them or the coaching I give them or the direction or how I work with them. But also that factors into so many things. So if you're looking to find out more or are interested to see what is my superpower, then check out the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 64. You'll find a link to find out more about your superpower. It is honestly essential for all business owners to know that. And why is it essential? It's because you can then ask the right person for advice. For example, I'm a trader profile. So when it comes to some help for branding or creative names, for example, or being creative in general, I know the right people to ask or to surround myself with. I've got a really great friend and a previous client, Sam Dunis. Definitely need to get her onto this podcast soon. And she is a person that I would typically say, this is what I'm working on. I'd have a quick call with her. She'd go and walk her lovely dog, Kimber, and come back and she'll say, oh, I've had this idea. And even the name of this podcast was inspired by Sam. So if I was to ask someone else that was, say, for example, a trader profile like me, well, that wouldn't necessarily help move things forward. Or if I was to ask someone that was a Lord profile, well, they might be wanting to do all this research, but not necessarily get the energy or that creative juices flowing. And on the flip side, if you ask people that are the similar personalities together the same questions, it could actually backfire. That would be, for example, having a business owner whose superpower is a creator asking from some help or advice from fellow creators. 
Well, what might end up happening is that they just end up creating so many more ideas and they're actually more stuck because now they've generated 20 more ideas compared to actually figuring out, well, how do I move things forward and get it practical in that sense as well. So you really need to understand who the person is that you're asking for advice and typically what is the help that you're needing so that you can start to sense, right, this is the type of person that I need to ask that advice from. I'm sure I've shared this example before, but a couple of years ago, I was at an amazing conference and during it, there was a mastermind session that was happening. So all these different business owners were together and they were helping each other. You basically had a hot seat and it was the most frustrating time for me. Because again, everybody had the best intentions to give some help or to give some advice based upon what was being asked from that business owner. But you didn't get that chance to really dig in and ask, okay, so what is your goal? Understanding and challenging them as well. And often you can see that they were left more confused before they even started their hot seat. And instead, and again, there's a few people that I knew there that had coached and business owners as well. And I was hearing the advice that they were getting from other people. And I just had to bite my tongue to say, don't listen to that because think about what you did before. I know what your goal is. I know what your superpower is. That would actually not be the thing that will help you in this current situation as well. But if I contrast that to the 90 day mastermind that I run, it's like chalk and cheese. For example, last week was the last call, the group call from our last 90 day mastermind. And again, everybody had a chance to be in the hot seat. And now they've had that chance to get to know each other, to understand what their goals are, to understand their superpowers, to have had two days together and a fun evening as well, socializing. So when we had a hot seat, there was one example that somebody asked a question and everybody was given their thoughts and their input. But it was great because they really challenged back what the question was to really understand, hold on a second, like what's the purpose of that? And how does that connect with what you told us before? And actually, is that going to keep you on track to your goal or is it going to distract you? So those questions and those challenges and that help that that business owner in the hot seat got was truly meaningful and impactful for them. Instead of it being, oh, do this, do that, do that in a very high level way, actually just by taking that time and understanding that person is asking the question is where you can give and get better quality help and assistance as well. And even it goes down to specialities as well. Be careful and be choosy who you ask questions for. For example, I am still on that fun path of recovery after my accident. So the advice I get from my physio that I really respect his opinions because he understands exactly what happened in terms of the three things that popped in my leg or broke or whatever the technical term is. So what he's telling me to do to get the recovery, I trust, I understand. Even compare that to someone that actually might just be a bit more generic or a bit more general in terms of how do you get fitter? Does that make sense? So you really need to understand who that person is. And it would be the exact same thing if you came and asked me for advice on how to make even more sales from your coffee shop by getting better yields from your coffee. I'm just making this up because that is not my area of expertise. So I'm not the best person to even help you in that. But obviously it isn't clear cut. You don't necessarily have to know everything about that person's industry to give them some advice. So again, for me, I coach and I mentor people that have got many different businesses. I've got people that are photographers. I've got graphic designers. I've got those that are in the network marketing field. I've got clients that work in the healthcare sector. I've got clients that work with big global businesses for training and development programs. 
And the key thing is, yes, I don't know necessarily all the details about their industry, but I know enough about them and I know enough about what their goals are and what they're doing to ask the right questions to really get down to what is it that I can help them with or where are they stuck in that way. And when it gets to time when there's advice needed that's out of scope, then the best thing you could do is to find that right person or to then say, right, we need to find that person that can help us on this part of the puzzle. And I'm doing that with one of my great clients at the moment. She is looking at how do we bring some great systems into place. And that's not my area of expertise. But the good thing is in my network, I do know people that are fantastic with things like Asana. And now we are looking at, well, let's bring this individual in to help us to help this client as well. So as you can imagine, I could talk about this topic for hours and hours, and I really hope that you're getting something from this, especially going forward when it comes to who are you asking advice from and being really choosy about the advice that you decide to take on and act upon as well. And there's a couple of other things that can get in our way as business owners. Sometimes we can ask for help, but then not listen to what people have said if it goes against what we want to hear. And what's the point in that? It's just wasted breath and wasted energy. I remember an example of this was when I started my business over 12 years ago. I had the great idea that I wanted the name to be very fancy. And at that time, it was all about NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming Courses. And I thought, right, I want something that's a bit different. So I started to look at different words and Latin came up and actually the name Ab Intra came up and that means from within. And I thought, oh, I'll call my company Ab Intra Solutions. And I asked a few people advice in terms of do they like the name? And there were a few people said, oh, no, it's a bit complicated. Uh, I don't really understand it. But at that point, I was like, oh, you just don't get it, right? So I didn't really take on their advice or I didn't really hear it because I didn't want to hear it because I was already wedded into that. And then a few years later, when I kind of realized it was a very complicated name and it didn't flow off the tongue and it didn't make sense to people until I explained it, that's when I went, oh, I wish I just listened to them before or I wish I really thought about it, what they were telling me to then take a step back to go, okay, is it a better name or am I really sure about this name going forward? And that's what then sparked the rebrand to Rapid Transformation. Another thing that can get in our way is that we ask too many people for their opinion and that's trying to make decisions via committee. And again, if you've ever worked in the corporate world, you know how frustrating that can be because everybody again has an opinion. It could waste time. It could waste energy. There might not be the right person and you need to understand who's the person that's ultimately going to make that decision. And often when it comes down to your world and your business, that is you. So as I start to wrap up here, I just want to reiterate and say that, of course, I am not saying don't ask people for advice or stop asking for feedback or help, because again, that can slow down your business if you're trying to do everything or if you're trying to be an all-rounder. But just be careful, be choosy in who you're asking for advice from or help. It can be really helpful. For example, let's say you've got a thriving Facebook group that are filled with your ideal customers and those that are the best people that you're wanting to serve. You can ask them for questions, surveys or opinions on ideas and their thinking, their responses could be great for you to go, right, this does resonate with them. This is what they're saying. But that's different from asking your Auntie Shada or your Uncle Mohammed or Aunt Flossie. Does that make sense? You just want to make sure that you're asking the right people that could truly help you and help move things forward. 
And that help might come from a coach like me, or it might come from a being part of a mastermind. But just make sure that whoever you choose to invest your time, your energy and your thinking is, they too take the time to really get to know you, your business, your goals, your personality, what you want, what matters to you, so that they can give you the best advice. And sometimes that will be the tough love messages or the questions around your questions to dig in deeper. And it might be hard, it might be painful, but actually they're doing it with the best and a powerful intention in that way. And let me leave you with one last example. About two weeks ago, it's now, I did an unstuck session with a client and they were struggling in terms of what they were doing in their business. They'd kind of lost their passion and they're trying to find their passion in terms of what they're doing. And they'd already done the Wealth Dynamics profile, so I knew what their superpower was. They had a clear idea in terms of what their values were and where their area of expertise was. And quite quickly, during that first one-off unstuck session, it became apparent that actually what they were doing at the moment might not actually be ticking off a lot of what would be the best strategy for them. And in fact, what they had done in the past, and I think it was about a year ago, that actually was a great combination of their sweet spot. So I questioned them a wee bit around, well, what made them stop doing that? Because honestly, it sounds like that ticks off so much of what actually you want that fits with your flow, that fits with your values. And I could see that they were a bit frustrated going, I didn't want to hear that, but actually, and I wasn't trying to push them back into doing something there, but I was really curious about, right, hold on, we need to learn from why you gave that up and what you're trying to do right now. And it really did get quite obvious to the surface that it was mainly down to how they were trying to do it the last time. They were doing it again without a proper plan, without seeing the potential with it. So they just got a bit bored with it when in fact that's where they were known, that's where they're trusted, that's where people would get the best and the quickest impact from the value that they have. So with all the unstuck sessions, I then have a follow-up to see, well, what's happened since then, if we can either fine-tune or just to keep the momentum going for them. So a few days later, this client came back onto another call and she was saying, I really didn't want to hear that. And I was a bit kind of frustrated initially, but honestly, it was the best thing that you could have asked me and you dig down into because what they realized was that actually that was the best thing for them to do. So we started to then strategize, right? How could they learn from what they were doing in the past? that didn't really work and how could they do it in a way that plays to their superpower and they were already on fire before they even came on that call they'd taken action they had done things that really truly made me realize that they were committed to it and their whole persona their whole energy the whole facial expressions on that video call was completely different so just that fact of they were feeling stuck before but by asking the right questions by understanding them and the whole makeup of what they're doing that's what was needed to help them get unstuck So if you are feeling unstuck at the moment, if you're thinking what I've shared resonates with you on this episode or previous episodes and you would like potentially some help from me, whether that's through one-to-one coaching or as part of the 90-day mastermind group, then let's have a conversation. You can book in for an absolutely free virtual cuppa and you'll find a link to that in the show notes at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 64. I'll help as much as I can during that call. Unfortunately, I can't make you a cup of tea. The platform Zoom is great, but hey, there's still room for improvement. But you make yourself a cuppa. I'll make a cuppa. We'll understand what your challenges are. I'll help if I can on that call. And if it's a right fit and if there's a way that I can help you, 
then we can have that conversation and see how that could work for you. So please do take advantage of that free 15 minutes call with me and you can book that in in the links that you'll find at rapidtransformation.co.uk forward slash 64. Or if you're listening to this on a podcast app, then just scroll down and you should see the links that you can click on directly in the show notes. So enjoy the week ahead, enjoy taking action and enjoy getting out your way. And I look forward to sharing more with you next week. Bye for now. If you feel like you're still just scratching the surface and growing your business, and even with all the action that you're taking, you still regularly feel stuck or frustrated, then the chances are you're hitting one of the three business growth blocks that many entrepreneurs and business owners face. But don't worry, you can rapidly transform that from today. Simply start by taking my free business growth block quiz to see if your design, mindset and strategies are currently working for you or against you. Your results will help you put your finger on the elements that need your immediate focus. Plus, you'll also get access to a short video series with lots of practical ways to either fine-tune or overhaul each of these essential foundations. Take the free quiz now over at rapidtransformation.co.uk slash quiz.